1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: It is Wednesday, October 19th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Glynn. Before we start, I just want to remind everyone to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. We have hit the halfway point of the 2022 college football season. A ton of freshmen have made an impact on their respective programs. And because so many first-year student-athletes have played a big role, 24-7 Sports released the mid-season true freshman All-American team today. And joining me to discuss that piece, and go position by position discussing a few of the choices is the man who wrote it, Chris Hummer. Hummer, how are you? Thanks so much for joining me and giving me some time today. I really appreciate
1: it. Yeah, absolutely, man. always happy to hop on the College Football Daily. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thanks for joining. And, and before we start, uh, before we get into any of these names, how difficult was it for you to make this list? Because there have been uh, a ton of true freshmen making an impact all throughout the country at, at multiple different positions. Uh, was this year any more any more easier or more difficult than in years past?
1: It depends on the position. The, like, in some positions this year, was actually really easy. Like, the offensive line, there's some, like, really obvious answers. At positions like quarterback not so much like there's only been a handful that have started I would say overall there are fewer freshmen making an impact than ever like we we noticed some really significant ones and we talk about them a lot but on the whole freshmen are playing less often because of the amount of transfers so there's definitely a smaller pool to choose from at least in my opinion but um, there are definitely still some standouts
0: so Chris, let's start going position by position now. And I want to start at quarterback. And there's really only one selection here. And if you're listening and a fan of Vanderbilt, this really has to be music to your ears. AJ Swan, the Commodores quarterback, was your pick. He took over as the starter a few weeks ago. He isn't making many young freshman mistakes. And I think what he's doing, and I think you'd agree with me on this one, he's providing hope, right, for Vanderbilt fans that there are bright days ahead with Swan under center and with Clark Lee at the helm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Vanderbilt had a really deep quarterback room coming into this year. you had Mike Wright, the returning starter. You also had Ken Seals, who had started a lot of games for Vanderbilt. But I think about three or four weeks into the season, Vanderbilt made a conscious decision that AJ Swan was their future and they moved on. He was a borderline four-star recruit in the 2022 class. He is someone, as you said, that is the program's future, provides that hope. And he's looked excellent so far. They made a really nice eval with him. He hasn't had any turnovers. He's thrown for 953 yards against eight touchdowns. He ranks 37th nationally in QBR um, according to ESPN. He's played really steady, really good football, and he's only going to get better. He's a really accurate quarterback. He's really poised in the pocket. He's not maybe the best athlete in the world, but that's fine in the system Vanderbilt runs. So he's been really good so far. And I think he's only going to get better, which is a huge thing for Vanderbilt's future. Absolutely.
0: And and again, hope. Hope is the key word there. If you can have a quarterback of the future that you could build around for Clark Lee and for Vanderbilt. That's a big step in in getting back to competitiveness and relevancy. So let's move on now to the running backs. And the two that stand out are Kinshaw Judkins of Ole Miss and Nick Singleton of Penn State. Singleton was the highest ranked running back in the 2022 class. And I think he has certainly lived up to the hype. Judkins, on the other hand, wasn't ranked as highly. He was a high three star, so he was expected to make an impact. But I don't think many thought he could do what he has done so far, especially after Ole Miss got Zach Evans in the transfer portal. But he and Evans have really formed quite the tandem in Oxford, and they've really helped lead this Ole Miss offense and this Ole Miss team to a seven and zero record.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I definitely didn't expect Judkins to have this kind of impact. Like not only Zach Evans, but Ole Miss also brought in um, Ulysses Bentley from SMU, who's been a really good running back in his career. But Judkins took that second spot from Bentley pretty quickly in fall camp and he's been a revelation since he ranks 11th nationally in rushing yards he's fifth in rushing touchdowns he's averaging nearly six yards per carry he actually has more carries this season than Zach Evans part of that's Zach being hurt for a little bit but this is a true one two punch in the backfield there's a 1a and 1b they're splitting carries 50 50 so he's been a part of one of the best backfields in the country and it's it's really impressive like He was a mid three-star guy for us in 87. I I don't have anything to do with the rankings, but he's got a lot of traits you love. Like at one point this year, he had 22 and a half miles per hour on the GPS, which is as fast as it gets. If you're above 22, you're moving um, in college football. So he's got that top end speed. He's got great vision. He's got really good contact balance, Just critical thing for running back. He's been excellent and um he's had more chances than Nick Singleton certainly who's had a great season but uh both of them are deserving of a place on this list.
0: Yeah, 22 miles an hour. I don't think either either of us can can hit 22. Uh maybe I'd I can be, hit two. Two. maybe like, I can hit 2. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe I can hit two, uh, but definitely not 22. Yeah, he's moving and he's had quite the impact for the Rebels. So let's move on to the pass catchers as a whole. So receivers and tight ends combined. And the guy I want to discuss is Tetaroa McMillan, the receiver for Arizona. And I think like AJ Swan is the face of hope for Vanderbilt, McMillan is one of the faces of hope for Arizona an Arizona team that has clearly progressed in year two under Jed Fish already has three wins after only winning one game last year. And they have a lot of pieces to build around moving forward with McMillan being one of the biggest in that offense.
1: Arizona football for the last couple of years has been difficult to watch, but they're a lot of fun on Saturday nights if you got the time, man. They put up points in bunches. Uh, McMillan's catching passes from Jade Delora. They also have Jacob Cowing, a uh, transfer from UTEP, who's putting up huge numbers. But McMillan specifically, um, he was a guy that we had rated as a borderline five-star prospect. He's... I believe the highest rated recruit ever to sign with Arizona. He came from California. It was a huge recruiting win for Jed Fish, and he's lived up to that hype right away. He leads all true freshman receivers with 470 yards and six touchdowns. He was a day one starter. He's had five plus catches in three straight games. He's had a touchdown catch in the last four. He's really seemed to hit his stride. And he's a future thousand yard receiver, in my opinion. He's going to be a superstar of the Pac-12. And he is, as you said, a really nice building block for Jed Fish and that Arizona Wildcats program.
0: Yeah, and one of the many building blocks, Arizona had a great recruiting class in 2022, one of their best in the program's history, and and McMillan uh, was really the star of that class. So Chris, before we take a break, let's hit on the offensive line. One of the biggest question marks for Texas heading into this season was that offensive line. We knew they needed one or multiple of their freshmen from their highly touted 2022 class to step up, and so far multiple have, but Kelvin Banks has really shined in only year one for him and his play against some of the nation's best defensive linemen at times has really helped Texas take a big step in year two under Steve Sarkeesian.
1: It's kind of weird to watch a true freshman knowing you're watching a future first-round pick, but that's what you're watching with Calvin Banks. He was a day one starter for Texas at left tackle. And he's really had no problems. He faced Will Anderson in week two of his career, his second ever start, and he did not allow a sack. Texas played Iowa State over the weekend, faced Will McDonald, who's also an All-American. Kelvin Banks didn't allow a sack. He's allowed one sack all year. He's a top 20 pass protector per PFF this season, at least among tackles. So he's played not only like a true freshman, but one of the better tackles. tackles. Tackles in the country, and he's just frankly been a steadying presence for Texas at that left tackle position. Texas, for a really long time, has struggled to both recruit and develop offensive line talent. And with Kelvin Banks and Cole Hudson, who's not on the on this list, but is also a true freshman who's performing reasonably well. Texas really seems to have solidified that position.
0: Yeah. And look, Kelvin Banks, you said it, certainly looking like a future first round pick. And sometimes it takes offensive linemen a little bit longer to develop, but Texas definitely reaping some early benefits of their 2022 class. And, and like you said, it's not just Banks. A Cole Hudson, too, even though he's not on the list, has certainly made quite the impact. But Chris, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to move over to the defense. So keep it locked in here. You're listening to the College Football Daily. Back here on the College Football Daily, Lance Glenn, joined by Chris Hummer. We hit on the offense for the midseason true freshman All-American team. Now let's move over to the defense and start with the defensive line as a whole, both in the interior and on the edge. Gabe Yakis of Illinois. The Illini are bowl eligible already at the top of the Big Ten West standings, which is pretty crazy to say only in year two under Brett Bielema and Yakis has played a huge role for that defense leading the team in sacks and he's really played a a big role in helping vault the program as a whole into the top 25 and making Illinois defense really one of the best not only in the Big Ten but in the country
1: yeah this one's a surprise like I think Yakis was considered a rotational edge piece for Illinois this year. Somebody who can create pressure situationally, um, at least going into the season. But he's carved out a bigger and bigger role as the season's gone along. I think he only had like 20 total snaps. Illinois', is for Illinois first two games. But every game since, he's had 30-plus almost week to week. He's a pressure machine. He's created multiple pressures in every game he's played except for his first one. He's got 22 tackles, four sacks, as you mentioned, four tackles for loss. He's still... He's not a full time starter for Illinois yet. Like he's still a rotational piece, but he's a much bigger rotational piece than I think anyone expected. And credit to Illinois. They found a gem out of Florida. Like this was a guy that was, I think, an 85 for us on our uh, recruiting scale. Like he wasn't expected to have this sort of impact right away, but he's made a huge one for Illinois. And he's one of the most pleasant surprises among all the true freshmen.
0: Yeah, that defense has really taken the next step under Ryan Walters uh, for the Illini. And again, it's helped uh, vault the Illini into right now the top of the Big Ten West standings. A A packed Big Ten West nonetheless, but Illinois right there at number one. So moving over to the linebackers, Harold Perkins has certainly lived up to the hype that surrounded him as a recruit for LSU. He's towards the top of the Tigers defense when it comes to tackles, I think either second or third. And look, we know how hard it is for true freshmen to make a big impact in college football, yet Perkins in the SEC no less is really asserting himself for the Tigers and showing why 24-7 sports had him as the top linebacker in the class of 2022.
1: Yeah, I did the preseason true freshman All-American list, and my biggest regret was leaving Harold Perkins off of it. We were going to put him on, but we just thought it would take him a little longer than some of the other guys to push his way into the starting lineup. We knew he would have an impact this season, but not. I didn't think it'd be quite this quick, but he has pushed his way into the lineup because he's as talented as they get. Like he's somebody in Texas I'm intimately familiar with. I've seen him play a ton of times. He's one of the most talented linebacker prospects I've ever seen. And his he's third on the team with 31 tackles. He's had two tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. He had an interception. He's been all over the field. He's been used in a variety of ways too. He's rushed off the edge. He's excelled in coverage. Um, he's a really good run defender already. Um, he is a future all SEC player, maybe a future all American. Not a full-time starter for L you just that just yet but that's only a matter of time he's playing the snaps to be one already and- I mean we knew it when they signed him like he was going to be a superstar for LSU and we're seeing that happen really quickly
0: yeah and you said a you future all SEC player potentially future all American and most importantly for LSU a future centerpiece of that defense for Brian Kelly as his tenure uh, in Baton Rouge really gets going so last but not least onto the secondary Chris and I have to talk about Malachi Starks I mean Georgia lost so much on defense from last year's team and yet here they are having reloaded once again one of the top units in college football Starks leaves the team in interceptions second on the team in tackles and I know he's only a true freshman, but you said it about Kelvin Banks. I'm going to say it about Starks. Starks already looks like the next big thing in that Georgia secondary and a guy who could be a day one pick when he's eligible himself to go to the NFL. I I really think he's looked that good.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. We saw that in the very first quarter he played. He had that diving interception against Oregon to really introduce himself to the world. And Malachi is just a freak, man. Like, And I don't use that word loosely. Like, He is among the most special athletes and probably the, in the world, honestly, like that's just the things he can do. He's like a 10-5 guy in the 100. He's like a 22-second guy in the 200. Those are amazing times. And then the long jump, man, he's like, a, I know these are just like numbers I'm throwing out there, but he long jumps nearly 25 feet. Like if you put him at the NCAA trials this year, he would have made the NCAA finals with his personal best as a junior in high school. That's the type of athlete we're talking about. And he is somebody people that know him well rave about like he's not afraid to stick his nose around the football there's a reason why he's so high on the team and tackles like he's willing to play in the box he has excellent coverage skills he's a former quarterback so he knows how to read the ball coming out of a quarterback's hand. Like, I totally agree. I think he's the best DB, as at least as a true freshman we've seen since Derek Stingley was on LSU's 2019 National Championship team. And he could have a similar impact for Georgia as it tries to repeat.
0: Yeah, and that's high praise comparing him to Stingley. Obviously, Stingley uh, was, I think, the number three pick in the draft this past year. Uh, so if he has the same impact for St- yeah. that Stingley had for LSU, if Starks has it for Georgia, I mean, we're talking about quite the defensive back.
1: Different different positions obviously. Like Malik has of course. a safety, like less defensive
0: back as a whole though. Yeah. And, and look, yeah. like, I mean, safety might not be as 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 a. Uh... What's the word I'm looking for?
1: As valuable a, position. Valuable,
0: or as highly prioritized as a position as corner is, especially in the NFL. But but like I said, man, Starks is looking like the next big thing if he isn't already. And a guy who I think is assuming he keeps progressing, assuming he stays healthy, could definitely be a day one pick when he's eligible to go to the NFL draft. You can find the full midseason true freshman All American team over at 247sports.com. Chris, thanks so much for joining me and for giving me some time today. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. So remember to subscribe to the 24 seven sports YouTube channel and give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple podcast for Chris Hummer. I am Lance Glenn. Enjoy your Wednesday. And thanks for listening to the college football daily.